Join the angels to sing it out. Oh, sing choirs of angels, sing in exultation. Oh, sing all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God, glory in the highest. Oh, all sound wonderful. How great is it to be together as families? It is really, really sweet. Uh, the good news is we'll have another opportunity on January 1st. So this is how we're going to do services on the 1st as well. This is my family. This is my beautiful wife, Sarah, my oldest daughter, Ellie. My oldest son, John, is working, which makes the dad proud. Uh, this is my son, Stephen, Joshua, and our youngest daughter, Anna. And we are happy to celebrate the birth of Jesus with y'all. If you're new with us, welcome. We are so glad you're here. We'd love to help you get connected. You can see various ways on the screen. And um, if you have some seats uh, between you, if we could kind of squinch to the middle. We still have people coming in. This is a good full room. So uh, squeeze to the middle, if you will. Well, we have so much to be grateful for today, don't we? So much. This is our first Christmas in our new building, and that is a lot to be grateful for. Uh, but it's not our first Christmas gathered as a congregation. Uh, back in 2019, we gathered at the ballroom on I Street. If any of you guys remember that, that was really fun. And then last year, we were at Orchards Park. And the Lord gave us beautiful weather for that last year. Can you imagine if that was this year? It would not be as good. Um, we have a few instructions for the service today. First is for the parents. Just parents, enjoy your time today. Um, there will be some squeaks, cries, and murmurs. But relax and treasure this time with your families and children. Kids, we want to wait until the end of the service to crack our glow sticks when they tell us to. Um, the first candle we're going to light today is the prophecy candle of hope. 
listen to the words of the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 9, 2. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned.
to light the shepherd's candle of peace, and I begin reading the Christmas story from Luke 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And this was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Let all 
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests.
when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. I, I love hearing the words of Christmas read each year around this time. It stirs in me the desire for celebration. Uh, even just gathering here, I just want to celebrate, right? And if I were to ask you to celebrate right now, what would it sound like? Okay. Five out of 10 for y'all, 10 out of 10, Seth Prim. Thank you. And you, Hank, you did great. But Celebration really like, stirs in us something, right? And there's one place that I know we know how to celebrate, and it's at sporting events, right? If this was Bud Walton Arena, it would have been loud in here, really loud. Because uh, something happens when someone we don't know takes a ball and puts it in a circle or, or takes a ball and runs across a line, and we just go nuts, right? It's kind of in all of us. Over the years, uh, Alex and I have gone to a lot of sporting events. Uh, part of that was being on staff as a youth pastor for years. We would go to junior high games and West games and BHS games. We both went to the U of A, so we've been to Razorback games and Memphis Grizzly games. We even attempt to run half marathons every now and then. Those, those aren't as fun. But still, there's, there's something that happens when we're at these things. In fact, you know, one of the biggest arguments of our marriage actually happened at a sporting event. But this is Christmas Eve, and so we're not going to talk about that one. Different story for a different day. But have you ever noticed that in celebration at places like this, even grown men will hug other grown men and jump up and down? It's like, what else would do that to us? If anybody watched the World Cup, I don't know if I could even tell you where Morocco is on a map. But when they would score, I would go crazy. And the best part about celebrating is when you celebrate with others. Because I'm convinced that celebration is actually a gateway into relationship. That, that when you're together and you're celebrating something, it brings you together with the people that you're celebrating with. And tonight, we are here to celebrate together. So even if you came here alone, when you enter this room, when you're worshiping with this family, we are celebrating as a family together. And I firmly believe it's going to draw us closer. Now, what are we celebrating? Kids? Christmas? Christmas is kind of right. We're here. Yes, it is Jesus. Thank you. My children, they sat through the last service, so they know the answers. But we're here to celebrate Jesus together. And as I was thinking about this, knowing, okay, I've got like 10 or 12 minutes. Right? It's Christmas Eve. What do you say? You can't reinvent the wheel, right? We know why we're here. We know who we're here to celebrate. The question is, how will we do it? So what we're going to do is actually focus on the four themes that we've been going through in Advent. And you'll actually see them painted up here. 
uh, on the back. These were painted by four families. Some of y'all are probably sitting out here. And it's a chance for us to remember what we've been walking through in this Advent season of hope, peace, joy, and love. And as we talk about these, I want to invite some friends up here to help us with this portion. Young, come on up. We really just want to take a pause, okay? As we, as we know we're here to celebrate Jesus, let's go back to the things that we know that we've been celebrating in Advent and really allow them to sink in. If you look at these four words, some of them probably stand out to you. Uh, some of us are more proficient or more deficient in maybe one of these, right? If you have family here, I bet there are certain family members who are just less joyful or less hopeful or less loving or whatever it may be. And sometimes we can think the goal of the Christmas season is I've just got to be more joyful this year. I just got to be more loving. I just got to, you know, pick myself up by my bootstraps and, and just do it. Just become more hopeful. That's not what Christ has called us into. The beauty of this Christmas season is that he is the one who actually brings these things to us and that we get to experience these things in and through him. He takes our lack of faith and he actually breathes hope into our lives. And he takes our restlessness and it's through him and his presence in our lives that we find peace. He takes our despair and he infuses us with joy that permeates out of everything that we do. And he takes our selfishness and overwhelms us with love. And each one of these things is worthy of celebrating as we see them in the life of Jesus. But I want you, as we hear scripture, I want you to let these words ring true in your ears and stir in your hearts. And so let's hear of the hope that we find in scripture, even from the Old Testament. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. Thanks, Sully. Even in the Old Testament, we see that there's this hope for a Lord. There's this hope for a Savior that's made incarnate in Jesus. Because this is important to remember. When Jesus was born, hope is born in the flesh. And it passes on to us even today. Listen to the peace that he brings us to. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John 14, 27. I love it. Jesus is this peace that we long for, whether we know what we're looking for or not, because when Jesus was born, you're going to hear this multiple times, peace is born. The peace that brings rest, forgiveness of sins, reconciliation with God. But it doesn't just stop there. It turns into joy. Let's hear the words of joy from Jesus himself as Jonathan reads. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that joy may be complete. Love it. You hear the joy in that? The joy of Christ in us? That that's where our joy comes from because when Christ was born... Joy is born in a way that it, we had never experienced before or seen in this earth. And it turns into love, and it's from the love that he gives us. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. I love that simple truth. Simply put, God is love. And when Christ is born, love is born. 
that we get to experience it. Thank you, guys. Y'all can have a seat. The thing that we see in Advent is, is the culmination of these four things. We've taken one week to look at each of them, but tonight we reflect on the culmination of them. What, how do we know what love and joy and peace and hope actually look like when they're tied together? Looks like the person of Jesus. He is the incarnation of these things. And without him, we wouldn't even be able to fully understand what these words actually mean. We'll never find a moment in history where they come to life more than in the birth of Jesus. Never. And so we, yes, celebrate this birth once a year, but really we celebrate it all year because we get to walk with the presence of Christ in our daily lives every single day. And it's my wife and I were processing this evening and thinking through Christmas Eve. She reminded me that all four of these words are tied together, and you really can't experience one fully without the others. But let's try to think about an Advent without these. What would it look like? An Advent without hope. It'd be the same as any other empty promise that the world offers. Right? We wouldn't have anything to look forward to. An Advent without peace, we'd be living in this relentless pursuit a perfection trying to earn something. Or one without joy, we would have this lifeless journey of obedience just to try to live up to some moral standard. Or if the advent had been without love, it would mean it's some twisted plan for God's glory only and not for our good. But that's not the advent that we have of Christ choosing to come. He brings all of these things to life and offers himself to us and says, if you want to experience them, experience me and he chose to come as a child. So I want to invite my family up for this last portion. Old Billy's been asleep for the last hour and a half on the front, so I think he just woke up. But as we, uh, as we light these candles, we've, you know, the last four weeks, we've done one each week, and we just relit them um, as we lead up to tonight, but we've saved one, and this is the Christ candle. It's the one that, the, the culmination of all four of these, and the cool thing is that across the world today and this evening, Churches everywhere are lighting this candle. And we're all doing this together as we say thank you to the Lord God for sending himself love, joy, peace, hope incarnate. And so I want you to hear even from thousands of years ago from the words of Isaiah, of this birth of this son. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Great job, buddy. Isn't it beautiful to think that, wow, Hank, you got applause. I don't get applause. You, all right, he's going to sit down. Great. Perfect moment. You know, we, we get to celebrate here tonight, and celebration looks a lot of different ways, but no matter which way it looks, it brings us into relationship. So we're gonna close with two celebratory songs. They're gonna look very different. Okay, sometimes celebration is loud and high-fiving and jump up and down and run through the aisles, and we'll end with that. But other times, it's more like Christ's entrance into this world. Gentle, unassuming, and humble. I invite you to stand with us as we close with these two songs, the first of which is one of my favorites to sing during Christmas.
Go celebrate well. Merry Christmas. 